With $20,000 Bitcoin in sight, some pro traders are buying options at $32,000. The current rally has some on Wall Street speculating about the future of gold, and the Winklevi twins say Bitcoin will be the decade's best performing asset, and they see 25x gains from here. PayPal has suspended a user for trading crypto, get this, on their own service. Facebook's Libra may finally see the light of day in January as a U.S. dollar stablecoin, only it won't be called Libra, DM it. And you'll be happy to know that Bitcoin is now accepted by all Pizza Hut outlets in Venezuela. So make mine extra cheesy. And speaking of extra cheesy, you stumbled upon the only crypto show that qualifies for that category with a little extra bacon on top. This is our Bad News, episode number 466 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? Und five and four and three and two and one and welcome. Hello, my liebchens, and welcome to Bad Crypto Podcast. I am Dieter. And I'm Sven. Welcome to the show. Yes, Sven, you're looking svelte these days, yeah? Oh, you're so funny with your jokes. Because of all the keto that you are doing. You're dropping pounds faster than the, the US dollars printing the monies. I don't know. Every time you've ever said, hey, Travis is losing weight, immediately Travis start gaining weight. So maybe you stop jinxing me with your jinxiness. Travis, you look like a fatty McFatterton's. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Joel Common, Travis Wright here, the Crypto Clowns, the Blockchain Blockheads, on board for our weekly news episode. We call it Bad News, not because the news is bad, but we are. The news is actually really good as Bitcoin is now toying with $20,000 want to give a couple quick shout outs, Mr. Travis Wright, Sir Lord, before we begin. One of them is to our friends at Cryptocurrency Wire. We just put out a press release using them and we use them for all of our big announcements, CryptocurrencyWire.com. In addition to getting traditional coverage on par with other newswires like PR Newswire, they put placement on outlets that traditional newswires don't reach. It's a great benefit to reach crypto enthusiasts that subscribe directly to Cryptocurrency Wire following the news that they put out. They've become really well known in the space as the official newswire of World Crypticon, BTC Miami, the Futurist Conference. They just had 10,000 plus attendees to their virtual event last month. Cryptocurrencywire.com. If you're in the crypto space, check it out. I have a question, Dita. What is the question for you, Sven? What, what is the news that we did with the press release with the cryptocurrency? Oh. Why I don't see it listed in our news? How we don't have our own news in our news? We announced it. Well, we've already announced it here and on our show. It's the Blockchain Heroes 2 First Strike that's coming out on December 15th. Lots of news around that. And we'll talk about that more at the end of the show. Sounds good. Yeah. And uh, before we get into the news, how about a, a quick shouty shout out for our friends at Lattice? Yes, Lattice Exchange. Uh, we got a great interview coming up with uh, Mateo and Wyatt from from Constellation Network, which actually also created the Lattice Exchange. And so we know that the decentralized finance, the DeFi industry is just going crazy. 
and uh, traditional securities markets is at 30 trillion. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on here, but with the with the DeFi world and all kinds of different stuff going on, uh, there's a new uh, company out there, a new digital asset exchange, Lattice, which is doing stuff unlike any of the other ones. So you want to check it out. The team behind this project has designed this exchange focused on liquidity providers, which is huge in DeFi. You need to have people to provide the liquidity. The protocol is built for speed, security, affordability, scalability, and uh, it's got a great decentralized governance platform, truly an open financial network. You should check it out. It's Lattice, L-A-T-T-I-C-E dot exchange. And uh, you can go check out their um, Telegram as well. Do it. Timestamp 1221 Mountain Standard Time on December the 3rd in the year of 2020. And taking a look at CoinGecko.com. The total market cap for all the cryptos, $585 billion. And looking at the top 10, you will not be surprised nor stunned nor shocked to discover Bitcoin is there at the top with 61.4% market dominance. That means that of all the crypto that is tracked here on CoinGecko, Bitcoin accounts for more than 61% of all of the market cap. It's currently at $19,350. Ethereum, 612. XRP, 62 cents. Tether, 0.999. Litecoin, $88.14. Chainlink is number six at $1,392. Bitcoin Cash, 290. Polkadot, 545. Cardano, 16.5 cents. And rounding out the top 10 this week is the Binance Coin, $30.38. Wow. And there have been some uh, some big winners. It seems like here recently, it's like a lot of winning going on. I'm getting tired of all this winning. Uh, 79% for the Made Safe Coin. Sushi, which is a DeFi platform, that is up 72%. Nexo up 51%. Decred, that's an old school uh, crypto that I believe uh, Ken Bosak has a tattoo of. Uh, 48% increase. Aave token, AAVE up 45%. Kusama, KSM up 40%. Ampleforth up 33%. Here's another uh, uh, DeFi. Yearn Finance up 30%. 2%. It's back up to $29,370. It's got a market cap, $880 million. That's crazy. NEM up 17%. Terra, Zilliqua up. Thorchain up again. And uh, also, which is not mentioned in here, but we just mentioned Constellation Network. They were up about 27% this past week. And not a lot of big losers this week. Crypto.com out of the top 100 is the biggest loser, down 16%. OMG, down ontology, Bitcoin, SV status, EOS, Digibyte, you know, single digit downs. Pretty much an up week. And it's kind of funny, Travis, because after last week's bad news, by the time the episode came out, it had dropped, you know, we took a, a nice dive. Right, Bitcoin took a nice dip down into sixteen thousand or so. Let me actually pull up the seven-day trading here on this. Right after we re uh, recorded the episode, Bitcoin went from nineteen thousand down to sixteen seven. <laughs> so by the time people heard it, uh, you know Bitcoin had fallen, uh, you know twenty five hundred dollars, and this week fully recovered came back to uh, hit 19,500 earlier today. Uh, we've already broken through the all-time high 
you know, last week we hit 19,724. Still looking for 20. Actually, I'm sorry, the all time high was two days ago, 19,832. So mm. we are creeping up to the 20,000 mark, and there will be much champagne busting open when we hit it. Uh, and I think it's, it, who knows, it could happen by the time you guys hear this episode. Well, you know this, you know, crypto goes up, crypto goes down. We say this a lot. And, and it we mean run, it. And we mean it because it's the way it goes. And as you said, yeah, we, we got really close to the all-time high. Then it dipped 3,000. And then over the next couple of days, popped back up and hit that all-time high. Now it's hit that all-time high. It's busted through that top. It's busted through that resistance point. So... What does that mean? Some people, and we're gonna, we have a lot of news here about Bitcoin. What does it mean? There's some people who say, okay, well, we could see it bumping all the way back down to 13. We see other people saying it could go all the way up to 32. And then some are saying, was this a classic top setup? Well, this, this, this news here by William Suberg on November 30th is actually old now. This is old news because it did have that top set up where it, it did not, it got really close to the all time high, but then it dropped down 3000. And then, as you mentioned a couple of days ago, it ended up busting back through that. So it's popped through that class of top setup. This news right here is actually irrelevant. Well, it, it's not irrelevant because it kind of shows you what happens when people have stop losses in place. This is primarily, um, it was Kraken that hit mm. the news where it showed that, um, Bitcoin to USD hit its highest ever price on its order book and then went to 16,600 seconds. And they're saying the reason for the crash is because they liquidated a large number of positions for what was called a stop loss run. This involves mm. large volume traders who intentionally place large sell orders at a specific price point, then target where they think a large number of stop loss positions reside. In this case, that was around 16,600 or where the bottom was. And then boom, back up again. Here we go. Yeah. So, you know, if you got balls of steel, it's a good, you know, all right, put a stop loss in here, sell all of it, and then buy it all back at 16.6. Right. And then move back on. So some people probably made some pretty good cash hold on that deal. Well, many in the Bitcoin space, especially pro traders, are saying that the upside is going to be much bigger. And some are buying call options. Um, for $32,000 price, right? That's that's what they're betting on is that uh, that Bitcoin is going to hit 32000 by next month. Mm. Yeah, there's been a 950% spike in the January call option orders, saying that a lot of people think that's a possibility. Now, that would mean December is going to be just the most amazing month ever. We're going to see just huge gains in November if that's the case. Now, keep in mind the the January call date, I believe, would be at the end of January. So maybe it's like two months away, essentially. Or maybe, It looks like it's the 29th of January is when those did, are going to be called into play. Did you just say that we'll see big runs in November? Like, December. you know, that you, you we're going to leave it in because you said November, and I think you're a, you're a pastist right now. Okay, we did see big runs in November, yeah. I mean, December. You were you were talking about what happened, but you saw it from October. That's what I'm going to say. I believe. Okay, you called. Well, it. actually, I was saying if they're saying in January that it's going to be thirty two thousand, then we're going to see amazing runs in December. But I can't believe it's December and already. But I'm glad because 2020 has been just a nightmare for most, except for the cryptos. 
Yeah, right. There's an article here on uh, Bloomberg that's very interesting and recommend that you go, you know, read through these articles that we link in our show notes. Of course, you can find all of the links to articles referenced and some that we might not cover at badco.in forward slash 466. And it just so happens that 466 is the episode number. This piece here is saying that a lot of people are leaving gold. A lot of institutional money is leaving gold and moving to cryptocurrency. Not a big surprise, but it's making those that are traditional investors question whether or not gold is truly the the safe asset for the future. Mm. Yeah, well, they're seeing a mass exodus, of, as you mentioned, seeing a mass exodus of institutional dollars, billions and billions of them leaving gold and going into Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over these last three and a half years of doing this show, we've been pointing out different key things that are indicators that, you know, crypto is here to stay. And you know, look at this. People are leaving gold. I mean, because here's the thing. You get into gold. Gold, in my estimation, should be worth thousands and thousands of more dollars per ounce than it is just because they manipulate it with all these the paper trading of gold and the paper trading of silver keeps those prices down there are there's no real paper trading of bitcoin and so you know but i think so with, with some of the options and stuff that's that's kind of a, a mechanic to try to keep keep a wrangle on it or try to control some of this stuff but big institutional money huge people are pulling into Bitcoin. And so as a result of that, we know that it's a very limited asset. There's not unlimited amounts of them. There's only 21 million of them and only like 18.5 million of them are around, but most people are holding them. So there's only like maybe what, 2 million Bitcoins for uh, for sale at any given time. So when these big dollars are trying to come in and they're, and they're hearing about Bitcoin now hitting the all-time highs, I've had so many people just message me, oh yeah, so hey, about this Bitcoin. How, what, what, what should I do? And what I do is I send people to episode 210, badco.in forward slash 210, 210. That's basically our beginner's guide to share with your friends about what Bitcoin is and blockchain and why it's important. So you have friends that are asking, you want to share them that. Episode 210, it's the beginner's guide to crypto. It's got a little jingle on it and there everything. There's an interesting chart on this Bloomberg article. I like pretty pictures and it shows over time the number of individual Bitcoin addresses that have something in them with a non-zero balance. In 2016, there were 7 million of those wallets. In 2018, around the same time, 28 million of those wallets. And then you could see after the crash about, oh, 7 million cashed out everything mm. and weren't active. But right now at the end of November, we were sitting at 32 million wallets. The, imagine looking at this chart a couple of years from now, Travis, that th this little spike here that we saw is going to be nothing because there's going to be probably 120 million wallets um, that are holding Bitcoin a couple of years from now. It could be way, way more than that. It could be yeah. half a billion people. I mean, it here we are, 32 million people are holding some Bitcoin. That's it. One thing that's clear is Wall Street is taking Bitcoin seriously in a way that it didn't in 2017, says Sanford C. Bernstein, strategist 
Inigo Fraser Jenkins in a report Monday. I have changed my mind. You know, there, he's not the only one. Others are changing their mind as well. How long before Peter Schiff capitulates already? Mm. I, Max Kaiser is always poking at him. He's like, I told Peter, I told Peter Schiff at a dollar. I told him at $10. I told him at $100. I told him at $1,000. I told him at $10,000. He doesn't get it. He's still pimping gold. You got to stack sats. Right. You got to stack sats, folks. And if you're listening to the show, then you're one of the smart ones because you probably already have some stats, some sats that, that you've stacked. And in fact, actually, this might be a good time to actually tell you this because we do have a sponsor, eToro. And uh, we're actually giving you guys $50 worth of Bitcoin. So if you want to stack some sats, all you need to do is go to badco.in forward slash eToro. This is for U.S. residents. Go through the process, sign up, get your account, deposit $50 in there and buy some Bitcoin. And then once you do that, send us over your, uh, your account that you've done that. And then we'll send you over $50 in Bitcoin. It's very easy to do. So if you want to stack some sats, and a lot of people have been doing this for a while. They were stacking sats and when Bitcoin was at $4,000 and we gave them $50. And now that that at $50 is $250. So it's like maybe you should get in and do it quicker and sooner than later. Absolutely. And those of you who are writing to say, where's my where's my Bitcoin? Give us a few weeks. We, we send them all the ones that you send us. We send to eToro and it usually takes anywhere from two to four weeks for us to get confirmations on everything. Then we send you your Bitcoin. So so please be patient. If you waited more than a month, then shoot us an email back crypto podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. We'll make sure you haven't slipped through the cracks. Yeah. We always Nobody. try to send it during the dip for you guys because we're caring. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes crack slipping. So <laughs> we don't we don't want anybody slipping through the cracks. Lots of people continue to make predictions, Mr. Sir Lord Travis Wright. This article on International Business Times. The headline is Bitcoin price prediction. BTC could hit 318,000 by 2021. Who says a Citibank analyst says? His name is Tom Fitzpatrick. He is the uh, guy who wrote a report to Citibank's institutional clients, and he's he is one of the ones that's calling for it. You know, when you have uh, an analyst with a major world bank putting this in front of institutional clients and saying Bitcoin could hit three hundred eighteen thousand in twenty twenty one, I mean, these are the institutions that in the past, you know, that have avoided Bitcoin, have not told their clients to invest in it. I mean, these numbers are insane. Twenty thousand yeah. dollar Bitcoin would would look like a drop in the bucket compared to three hundred thousand. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine, Dr. Jones, Gary Jones. I've known him for I think what about twenty five years. I know this guy, and uh, he he does um, he does uh, financial advice for Morgan Stanley, and he started telling people in two thousand fourteen to to buy Bitcoin, and uh, he's got a lot of his clients got on Bitcoin really early on. And they got to be real happy because think of all those gains from 2014 on when Bitcoin priced like $300 or $200. And here it is, you know, way beyond that now. It's just crazy. 100x, crazy. It's no surprise to hear people who have been traditionally bullish, um, you know, give these types of predictions. But to see an analyst with a major financial institution, that's interesting. But speaking of those who are bullish, the Winklevi trends, trend twins, they're trending with the twinning. 
They mm-hmm. are. They have been bullish from the beginning. They've been early investors. They're the founders of the Gemini Exchange. And Tyler said this: Our thesis is that Bitcoin is gold 2.0, and it will disrupt gold. If it does that, it has to have a market cap of nine trillion dollars. So do the math here. He continues. So we think Bitcoin could price one day at half a million dollars of Bitcoin. So at eighteen thousand dollar Bitcoin, it's a hold, or if you don't have any, it's a buy because we think there's a twenty five x from here yeah now this is what's so fascinating about these guys we've never had them on the show but we're big fans because for one they got 65 million dollars from from zuckerberg from from you know because they had the idea for facebook and they went to court and and then zuckerberg ended up paying them 65 million and they took like nine or ten million of that when bitcoin was really low and they bought a ton of bitcoin Mm -hmm. and and so they, they've been right all this way so far and congratulations to them could you imagine being the guys who came up with facebook and then seeing zuckerberg being worth hundreds of billions of dollars at this point and they'd be like oh but they ended up getting a little and then they said we're putting in bitcoin and dude they're doing amazing i love it they got a great exchange there with gemini and uh dude, if bitcoin gets to five hundred thousand dollars a coin that would tell me that the U.S. dollar is gone. The U.S. Yeah. dollar is printed yeah. out of existence. Yeah, and and also they're not concerned about regulation. Uh, Tyler went on to say uh, on Squawk Box, which is CNBC show, back in 2013, there was a question about whether Bitcoin was going to be outlawed. We're way past that. We believe in healthy, thoughtful regulation. We do not see that continuing. We think Bitcoin's here to stay and thoughtful regulation around it in the U.S. and other sophisticated jurisdictions is also here to stay. Bitcoin here to stay. Bitcoin is here to stay. So in the uh, vein of people saying, hey, Bitcoin's going to the moon, uh, Reuters has an article here saying that they're they're believing that a lot of uh, top hedge funds and money managers are betting that uh, Bitcoin can will uh, quintuple to as high as $100,000 sometime next year. Yeah, this uh, dude, his name is Brian Estes. He is the chief investment officer at Off the Chain Capital, a hedge fund. He said, I've seen Bitcoin go up 10x, 20x, 30x in a year. So going up 5x is not a big deal. And he says Bitcoin could hit between 100,000 and 288,000 by the end of 2021. Look at that range. Okay. Bitcoin's not even hit 20,000 yet. And he's saying it could easily hit between 100,000 and 288,000. What a huge range, considering we've not even hit 20 yet. It's unbelievable when you think about it. I mean, wow. So so if it's sitting here at 18,000 right now, and and these folks that are analysts and financial advisors are saying it's going to hit between 100,000 and 300,000, it would seem that 18,000 is a pretty good buy time. Yeah, it just seems unreal. I mean, looking at those types of gains. But then again, if you bought Bitcoin uh, at the crash three years ago, um, you know, after it plummeted from almost 20 down to 3,500, if you bought it 3,500 three years ago, you know, your increase has been what? Five, uh, 5X? Well, dude, it dropped to 3,800 in March. It did a flash crash down to that. We've talked about that. And it's like, you know, if you would have bought in March and here we are, you've basically almost gone four or five X on your money right then. But that was scary because, we, you know, you didn't know because you see Bitcoin just plummeted and you're like, uh oh, everything was plummeting. The stock market's plummeting. 
And that was a scary time. I think I bought, I sold some at like 5,600 or something. I got like, uh-oh, I don't know what's going on here. I'd rather have some cash right now or something. Oh, it's crazy. But you know what? That's what happens. Bitcoin goes up. Bitcoin goes down. And right now, what Bitcoin's dominance is like 62% of all cryptos is, is Bitcoin right now at a market cap of closing in on $600 billion. It's good to see profits. It's good to see return on your investment. But it's also good to do good stuff with your crypto. And one way you could do that is through Bitcoin Tuesday. It's a crypto-based charity event that's hosted by the Giving Block. They want to raise at least $1 million in donations throughout the month of December. They just kicked it off a couple days ago. It's the largest crypto-based charity event ever. They've got partnerships with over 120 nonprofits and 30 blockchain companies, including some of these names, which I'm sure you've heard of, Gemini, Ledger, Blockfolio, Maker, Celsius Network, Zero X, and the, the charities that are accepting donations include Save the Children, the American Cancer Society, Water Aid America, Stack Up, No Kid Hungry, and others. And so the giving block is, is putting this on, and all you got to do to donate is go to thegivingblock.com and simply click on the Bitcoin Tuesday uh, campaign that they have there on their site. And of course, you get um, tax donation, uh, tax deductions for whatever crypto you donate. That's great. Do good stuff. And by, by, you know what, doing some good things with some of your gains. If you've had some big fat gains, you know what, peel a little off, do some good stuff. You can never do bad by doing good, Sir Lord Travis Wright. Uh, you know, about this time last year, we were talking quite a bit about Libra, Facebook's cryptocurrency project, and there was all kinds of uproar and, and hubbub and talk around whether or not this thing would actually happen. Well, the truth is Libra is never going to happen. That is true. Uh, we've discovered this week, I saw it on an article and then I didn't see it anywhere else. Nobody's mentioned it. But if you go to Libra, Libra.org and type it in, it actually forwards to DMDIEM.com. So they've changed their name from Libra to DM. Not like DM, put slide all up into my DMs. But like per diem, like when you earn money on a per diem basis, it's diem. Carpe diem. Not like, day. not like diem, girl. Diem. <laughs> yeah, they have changed the name. And you picked up on that. This article here on Cointelegraph, though, from last week reports that Facebook's Libra is reported to launch in January 2021 as a U.S. dollar stable coin. Uh, so this report in the Financial Times is saying this might happen here as early as the first month of next year. But uh, it's not Libra anymore. It's Diem, Diem.com, D-I-E-M. Uh, the mission is to build a trusted and innovative financial network that empowers people and businesses around the world. I don't care what they call it. If Zuckerberg and Facebook are putting it out, they can kiss my ass. Yeah. Do it, and actually, I think they named they changed the name of Calibre also. The the the, uh, the platform that they were doing, the because um, they had they had like a uh, a group, uh, like the association of all these folks that were going to be part of the the Libra Association. They called it Calibre. They've changed the name to that to something else, but I can't find what the name of it is. Oh, so they're just changing all kinds of names. I don't know if it's because they're trying to sneak past 
regulations or whatever, but I don't know how they could do that because they're Facebook. But I don't know. I did see a lot of the uh, court hearings and in, in, the congressional hearings and a lot of our leaders don't know jack shit about technology, quite frankly. There are too many other ways to send crypto, um, and we'll talk about one of them in a moment, that I don't see any reason that the people, the citizens of this planet should adopt anything that Facebook puts out as their, their crypto. But that's just yeah. my personal opinion. I am not a stablecoin advisor. No, Elise Sam is, and I don't know, we'll have to hear what she has to say. She'll probably say F, F Zuck too. I, I, yeah. F- it's not Fazuck Bucks. Fazuck. Fazuck. There you go. Go Fazuck yourself. And you know what? So we've, we've actually been talking about, hey, you know, PayPal, they've recently opened up a crypto trading service and you can buy and sell crypto on PayPal. And then check this out PayPal suspends a user for trading crypto using PayPal's own service and they've locked his funds uh, on a 180 day hold. <laughs> so this guy's a Reddit user, uh, the cool doc, and apparently PayPal limited this person's account due to potential risk. The user said they had made at least 10 crypto transactions within a week, purchasing dips and selling when it was high. And PayPal asked for an explanation of each transaction. And because he was actively using the buy and sell, they said that he wouldn't be able to conduct any further business using the platform and they put his remaining funds $462 on a 180 day hold. So that means PayPal can do that. Boy, they could just shut you down and hold your money. And in many cases, they just keep it. Yeah. So this is a whole other reason why centralized exchanges suck and to don't leave your money on centralized exchanges. And I, I just think this is that, you know, if you if if you tie too much of your assets up into PayPal, they're going to pull shit like this. This is just unethical on their part, which is why the old system is dying. Sure, it's cute that PayPal is now accepting crypto and doing crypto, but clearly they don't have the right policies in place to you know to to be user friendly for people who are buying and selling crypto. It's cute. Yeah, it's that, cute. It's yeah, it's so cute. Look at the PayPal. You can buy the Bitcoin now. That's so cute. Oh, it's so cute that they can freeze your account anytime you like. It's well, too the thing. They are custodians. There is just like with Robinhood, which is a cool app on PayPal. If you buy Bitcoin or the other cryptos they have or sell it, that's all you can do. You cannot move it off of the wallet. They are custodian for you. So just like they're holding your fiat currency, if you're a PayPal customer, they're holding your Bitcoin. And there's no way for you to move it off of there. All you can do is buy and sell. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the fact that we've got mainstream financial services that are offering crypto. And at the same time, uh, you know, we're here to educate and say, once you dip your toe in the pond and understand how this works, don't use those centralized services to buy your crypto. There's better ways to do it. That is true. Like you know- send, me, send me your Bitcoin. That It's secure with me. I'll, I'll well, I'm, I'm going to put it on a 180 day hold, so you can't have it back until crypto gets really high. Then I'll give it. I'll give you back the, the financial value that was worth whenever I started holding it. So anything, any gains, you don't get those. Sir Lord Travis, we uh, discussed earlier how Facebook's DM or Libra, whatever they're calling it, is one way that you know people, citizens of the world, will be able to transact with crypto. But there's existing means of doing it 
which don't require the Silicon Valley overlords to be handling your money. And one way is with Electronium. And Electronium, uh, we are pleased to be advisors with them. This is a coin that's been around more than three years now. We've been following it since the beginning of the ICO, and they have gained widespread adoption by providing a mobile first payment solution to the world's unbanked attracting more than 4 million users around the world in less than three years. It's one of the most usable cryptos as it enables users to top up their phones. And how, how cool is that? You top off on your phone, that's your wallet, in over 140 countries. They've got a freelance marketplace called anytask.com, which many of you got a $25 gift certificate to sign up for if you responded quickly to our offer. And you can get all kinds of high quality tasks done for a dollar. In fact, Travis, you know, as we're building blockchain heroes, one of the things that we're doing is we're placing 16 different borders around um, the 40 different heroes and villains. And why don't you go ahead and share what you discovered on any task? Yeah. So, you know, with any task, what we were able to do is well, I was able to hire somebody uh, on, for, for the Photoshop task because we have, you know, uh, 20 heroes, 20 villains. Uh, there's going to be 16 borders on each one of the 20 heroes, 16 borders on each one of the 20 villains. I'm like, that's very time consuming. And I think we could probably find somebody, a freelancer, who could do that for us. And, and basically chatted with uh, four people, uh, picked one guy to do it. He knocked out, uh, basically showed me one version of it and said, all right, I'll do those for you for a dollar an image. And so we set it up and he had the first tw uh, 20 done. And then the next day he had five more borders done. So I think we got, now we had a total, total of five of those borders done. So we got 19 more borders left to do. Cool way to do it. Anytask.com is the site. And, you know, Electronium's got some other news. Uh, Mekon Cash, apparently. Uh, Mekon MCH is a token in South Korea. And now they've listed Electronium. So people in South Korea can convert their ETN into the MCH token, which they use for a lot of different things, including being able to buy thousands of products online. Realize yeah. this crypto revolution is a global revolution. Yeah, it's actually the only the 11th crypto that Mekon Cash has added. They got Bitcoin, Litecoin, Tron, Verge, Tether, a few others. But uh, Electronium is only the 11th one that they integrated with into their platform. The other thing, Travis, as I said, that they're over in uh, over 140 countries where people can top up their, their mobile airtime. It's 160 countries now that you can top up your uh, your airtime, your data and your electricity meters from within the electronium app so if you guys haven't downloaded this wallet yet go check it out electronium.com lots of good news coming mm -hmm. and it's so cool folks because you got people from all of these 160 countries that are using any task to do things where they earn etn tokens and then they use their etn tokens to top up their phones their homes electricity i mean dude that's awesome you're doing good stuff you're actually hiring great people who can do stuff. And it's basically helping lift up their standard of life. I love that. Real practical applications of stuff and things. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. So from the Justice Department here, apparently there was a Bitcoin mining Ponzi operator in uh, uh, Panama that uh, has been extradited 
to New York City for charges of stealing membership fees to finance massive marketing events and lavish personal lifestyles. The uh, Ponzi scheme was called Airbit Club, and Gutenberg dos Santos was one of six operators of Air Club, Airbit Club indicted. You know, the, the more money is in crypto, the more schemes we're going to see pop up, and you have to do your own deal due diligence and research and make sure that you do not get scammed. Airbit Club! What's up, Airbit Club? Oh, it's a Ponzi? Oh, damn. Another one in China. In China. Ponzi. China. Yeah, another one here. Chinese police, they seized crypto assets worth 4.2 billion dollars on the 27th of November. Uh, it shows they had a huge amount, including Bitcoin, some Ether. They were seized from seven different con uh, convicts, as they're calling them, in the plus token Ponzi case. So they've got 4.2 billion. And then actually now it's probably worth way more than that. Now it's probably worth over 5 billion now with the price of the gains have gone up since then. So we do check this out. So according to the court filings, they got 195,775 Bitcoin. 833,000 Ether, 1.4 million Litecoin, 28 million EOS, 75,000 Dash, 40, 487 million XRP, 6 billion Doge, 80,000 Bitcoin Cash, and 213,000 in Tether. And a partridge in a pear tree. And seven people going to prison. Yeah, that is uh, that is something else. Uh, Mr. Travis Wright, we take a hop from China. We go to Russia. There is Alpha Bank. Alpha Bank has blockchain service that is going to offer a platform for freelancers like tutors, taxi drivers, and repairmen to uh, um, automate services for the, these workers. It's all based on Waves. You know, we've had Waves on the show before. Uh, waves is sitting around, I want to say $7.00 a wave right now, which I, I love seeing practical applications of this stuff. And Alpha Bank's new service covers an entire process of registration and remuneration for self-employed individuals, including payment settlements, income registration, and tax payments. You do it all in Russia. They do. And the director says, DLT and embedded smart contracts with end-to-end -end integration into banking core settlements and clearing system allow to affect automatic formation of payment structures. What is with BLT? I, I, do, I do not like the tomato and the BLT. Oh, you do not like, yes. Uh, but that... they don't put on there. They have DLT, so they put dick, lettuce, and tomato instead of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and let's hop to the other side of the world, back to this hemisphere for our last story. You will all be glad to know that if you are a Venezuelan citizen, you can now go to Pizza Hut and buy your pizza with Bitcoin. Mm, I love that. Go ahead. And so th that's the whole point of being extra cheesy is in the thing. So yeah, Pizza Hut. So check this out. So there's a payment platform called Crypto Buyer and Pizza Hut, along with uh, what, the Intercontinental Hotel, Burger King, and a few other key outlets in Venezuela, they all agree to accept Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's really huge there uh, because, you know, th th their money is ridiculous down there. So utilizing Bitcoin is uh, is a good system. And if people who have it there are happy. If they do not have it, they wish they had it. 
your money is ridiculous down here. That's true. Well, I mean, look at the math of it. Like a few years ago, it was like three to five Bolivar could like buy you a coffee. And now it's like 30,000 of them or something. It's just ridiculous. So the amount of money, you know, that's what happens. You get in these, so, you know, the socialist dictators take over and all the people in the government sort of win, but the people seem to do not win. But good thing that these folks have some Bitcoin because they get to have some sovereign wealth. They get to maintain uh, their sovereign identity a little bit because if they had some Bitcoin, they're doing much better than most other folks at this point. And they get pizza. And they get pizza. <laughs> too, so that's delightful. Uh, Mr. Sir, Sir Lord Travis Wright, that's going to wrap up our news for this week. Hey, I just got a text in. Just got a text. Yeah, yeah. Just want to tell you here, this is Alex Jones. Uh, Joe Rogan is on the show here today. Uh, episode number 1776. It's the end of the world emergency broadcast today. I'm going to have to check that out. The is, Alex that, is that really happening? Rogan's going on Alex Jones's right, show? Right now. He's on right now. I literally just got a text with oh, that. My I tell you what, I've watched those whenever Joe Rogan and Alex Jones are together, and they always end up cracking me up. There's always some moment in there that's just completely hilarious. Very entertaining. And we hope that this show has not only been informative, but entertaining for you. If you have not yet subscribed, won't you please take a moment to do that? We are everywhere. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Podbean, CastBox. We're in your mom's basement. We're in the garage. Spotify, uh, Amazon podcasts. We're everywhere that you can put things into your ears, it's including Q-tips. But just there remember, are makers, there are uses. When you're using Q-tips, you're supposed to stop when you feel resistance. <laughs> yeah, just, you don't want to bust through the resistance like you want Bitcoin to. Indeed we do. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until then, please... Do Watch out for the transdimensional beings that are trying to rape your souls. <laughs> Do your best to not get your soul raped and, and wh- by transdimensional beings. And while you're at it, stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. I was walking down the street the other day and I don't know what the hell just happened. I just I saw this UPS truck just dropping ballots everywhere and I walk around and they're all for Joe Biden. This is a huge conspiracy over here. We got to have Joe Rogan on the show because we got to talk about this because this is serious. Transdimensional beings are out there stealing our elections and I won't stand for it.